you're going to like this, Kevin. I drove from New York to North Carolina, and then North Carolina to Orlando. Nice. And flew out of Orlando. Did you stop anywhere? Uh, no. Just hit the road straight. No stops? Those are two different days. You just drove straight from New York to North Carolina? You yeah. didn't even stop once? We went to a fucking like, gas station. Uh, subway? The, not Subway. Like one of those road stops. What did you get, Subway? I got Wendy's. You like Wendy's? I love Wendy's. Oh, good. Three, two, one. Kevin. What's up? What's going on, buddy? I miss Not you. much. It's good to be back. Yeah. Oh, man. The pod. The, the return. I know. We haven't potted in like three weeks. Yeah. It went fast, though. Yeah, I know. I feel like I was just here with you. I know. It feels like just yesterday we were doing the fronties and the backies. Ah, what a glorious award show. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who listened. So much feedback. So many people. So many, so many, so many uh, brands, so many uh, listeners, everyone. The front the fronties and the backies were the biggest they've ever been. I know. Shout out to everyone who shared uh, the award that they got, which mm. I kind of signed off Instagram um, off of that specific account for okay. a little bit. So mm -hmm. I didn't maybe see everybody who did it, but yeah. I do know that. Um, I think, did Wedge repost us? Wedge gave us some love. Wedge gave us some love. Um, Pro Protocol. <laughs> Protocol did. Yeah. I was, I was trying to get like maybe like a little free, you know, I was seeing if they could send a little pack our way, but mm. I don't think they were. Oh, really? Tried to go for some. Uh, I think some... they were a little wary of like if we were making fun of them or not. How? Why? I don't know. I feel like they, they couldn't tell. They couldn't tell that we were genuine fans. I don't know. I mean, I'm a genuine fan. Yeah, me too. No, sorry. I think it's actually yeah. sick what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I, they asked where we discovered them, and I couldn't remember. I feel mm. Like maybe Andrea put mm. us on, or that's probably fair to say that like eighty percent of things we discover are through Andrea. Yeah, I mean she's on the beat. Yeah, she's she's out there. Yeah, I don't want to say eighty percent. That's maybe high. Yeah, fifty percent Andrea, fifty percent dialogue. Yeah, I definitely go through <clears> her Twitter before I'm making a document. That's for sure, Kevin. You're in Ohio for a bit of the holidays, Absolutely. right? Yeah, I was there for like two weeks. I so saw you made a reel. Yeah, I did make a reel. That was pretty sick. Yeah, I was just sitting in the car. Uh, Arden was driving back. I was just sitting in the passenger seat editing a reel or editing a TikTok, which took me like way too long. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was fun. It's part of my New Year's resolution is to, to, to try to tackle TikTok. Yeah, you should. I think I need to just figure it out. You just got to do front-facing video. I do got to. I got to make more videos. I think that's one of the things because I just realized that I should just be making. I should be shooting videos and just posting them. That's yeah. the number one key to success. Because I don't, sh my natural instinct is to take photographs. Yeah. Because I'm a millennial. So I'm like naturally like, let me capture this in photo. I think I'm going to switch a little bit, switch mediums. Yeah. I mean, they also have like on TikTok, you can do like an auto edit where you just mm. upload all the clips and it just does it for you. Yeah. That's the thing. I need to, I need to sit with like a TikTok. I need a TikTok teacher. A TikTok teacher? Yeah. Maybe we get one on the pod. Uh, yeah. If you're out there, let me know. I just want to like, I need to like sit with someone for like five hours and just make TikToks. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Can we, like, can we hire an influencer for a day? Yeah, let's do it. If you're out there and you know how to make TikToks and you want to help us and teach us the ways, please, please let us do it. Kevin, you make them a little bit more than I do. I, I mean, most of mine are just like low effort. Like I'll just post a video that I made. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going to start. Yeah. On Christmas, I just was like, I went through my phone, just went through videos and I found one video and I just was like, I'm going to just post it. Good. I just kind of. Go for it. Kevin, you're at the Bengals Bills game. I was. Uh, big game, a lot of hoopla, two best teams going head to head, big matchup. How'd it go? Uh, I mean, I'm sure most people know um, the game was paused and canceled yeah. for a uh, pretty traumatic injury. Um, yeah. I'll say that DeMar Hamlin 
is out of the hospital now. So, yeah, so, um, so all the prayers that's worked. That's great. Yeah, all the prayers worked. All the uh, media coverage worked. I mean, it was just kind of crazy because it was very electric. Like, it was it fucking, like it was it. popping off. I was yelling my fucking face off, and we were playing well, too. Scored in the out. first drive, held them to a field goal on their first drive. Um, we were looking good, and, like, the place was fucking electric. And then on the second drive, maybe a couple plays in, uh, Game stopped. Yeah, game stopped. I didn't even see it really happen. What was the vibe like in the in the in the uh, stadium? I mean, the stretcher came out like immediately, which was like very concerning. Yeah, of course. And then the ambulance is on the field in like no time. God. But I don't think anyone really knew how serious it was until like maybe 10, 15 minutes in. Like I went down and got another beer because I was like maybe bad on my part, but I was like, all right, well, like you know, this break, is kind break. of part of the game. They like they'll get this guy into the ambulance and get him off the field and then they'll just resume because that's like what it normally is. Yes, yeah, but every, yeah, um, most of the time. I got back up and, you know, then pe- people were starting to get on Twitter and like the reports were that they were doing like CPR on him for like nine minutes and then we're like, Oof. oh, fuck. And then it was kind of just like waiting around. It would have been pretty fucking weird, at least from my perspective, if they had restarted the game. Um, be a tough... Like we just like saw this dude be yeah. revived on the field and then you're going to come back out and... Now I got to cheer. I got to get back in that same mental yeah. headspace to like cheer for this. Um, but basically we were just like sat around for an hour waiting for them to like cancel the game. I think most people were in the same boat too where they paid. Like I paid like 300 bucks for that ticket to the upper deck. Um, and I think a lot of people were in that same situation where they're like, well, we don't really want to go home until like they yeah. make a decision. But it took a while for them to make that decision. I mean, obviously there's been a lot about that in the media and the news about the NFL and how basically the players were like, we're not going to play. And then the coaches yeah. were like, we're not going to make our players play. And then the NFL kind of stumbled the. Yeah, they kind of just bent at the knee for them. Which yeah, is I mean, good that you need to listen to your players and coaches. I think if that happened 10 years ago, I think they resume play. Yeah. I, don't know. I think they just take them out and they keep going like. I, and it, it was clear from the NFL, again, from what you could kind of read between the lines, that they wanted them to go and pl- They wanted to keep playing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But the players were rightfully shaken up. I mean, you see a guy on your teammate getting CPR for that long. Yeah. Like that's, you're, that's, a, that's a, it's a savage game, and you know that. But like watching one of your teammates like in that position, I think it probably makes it hard. Oh, for sure. Just yeah. to throw the ball around and you know get back up for that. Yeah, and like even... I, I don't know. I'm glad they made their decision, but I think we were all just kind of like staying in there just to like, yeah, because we didn't know either. Like nobody knew what was going on, like with that decision. And um, I mean, we started leaving like when the bills started collecting their stuff off the sideline. Yeah. So I almost texted but, you because I was like, I was obviously on vacation and I was yeah. watching the, the game from a bar or from a restaurant and because um, I had fantasy implications. And, yeah. yeah. Um, I wound up winning because of that, which is a very bizarre way to win your fantasy league. But um I was going to text you, but then I was like, man, Kevin's probably in a weird headspace right now. Like, you know, I know how you get for these games. You get fucking really into it. You drink yeah. a million beers. And then you're like, I, 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 the only, the like metaphor I have is like for like someone who like, I'm not saying this is like, you're, I know you're not a drug guy, but like someone who goes to a festival, yeah. does a lot of drugs. And then like the festival gets canceled or something. And then they're like on the street, <laughs> like kind of like, yeah. hey, like, like on, <laughs> like on Molly, but just yeah. like at a Starbucks. I was I, like, that's Kevin right now. Like, all amped up on energy yeah. and beer and just like ready to go and then nowhere to put that energy. So I didn't want to like, I don't know. I just felt like, you know what? It's vacation. I'm just going to let, you know, this, I'm going to, I'll check in with him tomorrow. So yeah. yeah. I mean, it was definitely fucking odd. Like walking out of the stadium is pretty quiet. Yeah. Um, weird. And especially from it, for it to go from like mad electric to 
like walking out of the stadium and being like, fast. what the fuck did we just see? Weird. And like, is this guy going to be alive? Like, you very know, bizarre. it was very unclear. And like, yeah, I think I, I started know. to notice again, I wasn't watching with sound. So I was kind of like watching and like, obviously someone's hurt. You see the whole thing and you're like, whoa, this is bad. And then I think when they cut back to the studio yeah. and they go back to the ESPN yeah. guys like Schefter and whatever in, in, you know, back in wherever the fuck they're filming that, you know, uh, sort of pre-show, then you're like, oh, wow, this is yeah. like not just a regular play. I would say so, one thing that sticks out in my mind that I saw in the initial stages of that injury was yeah. like they they had the stretcher on the field real quick, the ambulance on the field immediately, but then um, – Somebody from the Bills training st- staff was like literally like sprinting to the sideline and like rifling through like some gear and like stumbling around and shit and like trying wow. to get back out of the field as fast as they could. Um, so that was pretty odd. That that made I me did think. yeah I this, did see that there was a just, there was a sort of a, a, pl- a, a sideline guy I don't know his name but he was um, he was the one who actually administered the CPR and yeah. and they say he saved his life so yeah. shout out to that guy he's a hero yeah um yeah. Uh, because we got a show to do um, we could talk about that all day. Uh, I went to Puerto Rico. Nice. Uh, booked a very last minute vacation, which is where I was during that game. And uh, I just want to say to the people of the podcast, um, Puerto Rico is cool. You should go there. It's got all the things you're looking for in a vacation spot. Okay. Like beautiful water, like blue water, like picture perfect. Nice. You got really nice people there. Like everyone there, amazing hospitality. Like mm-hmm. like Puerto Rican pride, obviously is through the roof. Bad Bunny is the biggest star in the world. Like people mm-hmm. love, you know, people are, are so uh, Puerto Rican proud and they want you to have a good time. And it, and it shows in like every interaction, every cab ride, every dinner or whatever. Yeah. Uh, food is solid. Caribbean food is like, you know, ate a lot of like empanadas, ate Oof. a lot of tostones, like ate a lot of like rice and beans, lots of like, um, lots of really good stuff. And you don't need a passport, so it's an American territory, so you don't need to go through like customs, you don't need a passport, you don't need to deal with all that kind of like pain in the ass with the airport, and uh, like it's just, an, it's pretty easy. Very short flight from New York, and uh, yeah, I didn't, I'd never been to Puerto Rico, so. Hell yeah. I, th- I think they've had some uh, challenges with tourism based on like hurricanes and stuff, and mm-hmm. they've just had some, they've had some tough years so. yeah logan paul moving there yeah i think there are some tax implications there for you know some people are there for those reasons but um yeah i just wanted to like come back and be like yo go to puerto rico pretty cool Hell yeah um kevin do you have any new year's resolutions um i mean for the pod i think we're pretty aligned i think more guests more clips yeah um more pre- preparation yeah probably the same shit we said last year but you know we're actually i think this year this year's the year we fall through yeah i'm with you there uh, we actually had a podcast meeting yesterday i know so it's, that it's getting official it's really getting official because we're we are planning which is something we have not done a ton of no we just kind of wing it and yeah. so i don't think we're going to change that part about sort of the off the cuffness of the pod but we are going to get better as a podcast we yeah. looked each other in the eyes and said you know what 2023 yeah. great year how do we get better well, 2022 is a great year. Oh, that's right. 2022 is a great year. 2023. Now, you're, get, you're looking ahead. I'm looking too far ahead. Was yeah. it, did I say 2024? You said 2023 was a great year. Oh, shit. I'm already in the future. Well, I but mean, hopefully it is. Yeah. This is going to be the year where we actually bring on those guests. We actually um, we actually <clears throat> Yeah, get with some consistency. Some consistency. And we are actually going to you know be on more platforms. There have been people asking for YouTube and other stuff. So we're going to try our best on those things. No promises there. But like... We're, we're working. We got a plan and we're putting it into action. Nice. Um, two th- personal resolutions, Kevin, for, you, for me personally. I'm going to sleep more. I'm going to drink more water. Hell yeah. Those are things that I think um, 
when I'm sleeping right, anything is possible. Yeah. And I think that's something that most people don't talk about. I don't know if there's not enough sleep advocates out there. Maybe there are, but I love sleep, sleep rules. And I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get like at least eight. I might go for 10 some nights. Damn, 10? Yeah. Fuck it. All star. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't want to brag, but I could do it. It's a good sleeper. Yeah. I'm a good sleeper. So I'm going to try to tap into that and just sign off. Yeah. I'd and, say I'm pretty aligned. I drink, I already drink hella water. So yeah. um, mission accomplished there. I'm at about six Nalgene's a day, six 32 ounce Nalgene's a day. If anyone wants Sheesh, to do the math on that, six Nalgene's a day? Yeah. Well, I, I got to step. See, this is what I'm saying. I'm slacking. I'm not even like a Hydro Flask. I'm barely doing half. Yeah. Do you know how many ounces are in there? No clue. That looks like a 48. It's a big time. Yeah. Big time player. Um, yeah. I'm going to get back. You just have to pee so often. Well, you just got to strengthen your bladder. You got to hold it. You got to stretch it out a little bit. Can't give in to the initial piss response. You got to, you know, you got to train your body mm. to hold it for a little bit. Okay. I like this. This is good. Yeah. This is good. I need that. I but need also a TikTok teacher and a bladder yeah. uh, expert. Oh, I mean, I am You're a bladder, bladder expert. expert. Okay, yeah. cool. So um, what do I do? Just don't, just hold it. Don't give in immediately. Oh, okay. You okay. got to like, and don't like, I don't, this is good. don't hold it for too long, but like, yeah, you know, if you feel the urge, yeah. like. You know, maybe try to push power through for a second. Push it. I mean, don't piss your pants. I mean, that'd be hilarious if you didn't at work. <laughs> but I don't know. It but, is. It is also good to like get up and move around every. You know. No, that's true. Hour and a half. That was one of my. However long it, your piss cycle is, I don't know. I don't yeah, know your my body that's specific to you. My, I've had some back problems, so my chiropractor was telling me I need to get up and like walk around a little bit more and take. Yeah, you're gonna get a standing desk. I should. He asked me. He's like, "Do you have a stand desk?" I was like, "No, Kevin has that. Uh, Justin has that, but I do not have that." Um, which is silly. Did he so, tell you that smoke or sitting is the new smoking? He didn't tell me that, but I, I, he did tell me I should be standing more, taking more walks. Like I should just go outside, just like go for a walk. Hell yeah! You know, just, just, just you know, hit the streets. Yeah. Um, Kevin, while we were gone, there was a big, uh, not a big, but a big, a little bit of a story, a little bit of hoopla around uh, a combination that was pinned on the Midwest, and it's chili and cinnamon rolls. And so this is a tweet that said, as a Midwestern man that lives in Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Illinois, I'd just like to say these states do not claim this combination and can only imagine that the only one that does is Ohio. So Kevin, speak for all of Ohio. Do you claim a chili and cinnamon roll combination? Now, anyone who knows anything about Ohio chili, which is inherently Cincinnati chili, because mm-hmm. that's kind of the only chili on the map, to my knowledge, I may be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Cincinnati chili is like not chunky there's like it's like basically a meat sauce there's mm. probably there's tomatoes in it but they're like blended in there you know one with the sauce they're not there's not chunks of t- tomatoes there's not big ass beans sometimes there can be beans if you get it if you want it like that but it's like added on um so you're saying from just the visual look of this chili you could yes. determine that this is not ohio yes, chili this, this is not is, ohio chili this is just beans and this is normal yeah chili. this is run-of-the-mill Regular last chili. I guess maybe you could call it Texas style. I don't really know. Sure. But I don't know. I I think I'm just a little, I think it's just a little tried to pin shit on Ohio. Yeah. Um, and maybe I'm a little fired up because I just got back there and spent two weeks there. And, yeah. You know, I've kind of like. You have yeah, pride. And, you have hometown and, pride. Yeah. And in my, in my, as I've aged, I've realized why. And, you know, I've realized, I've just, I've discovered a, a love for the city that I maybe was hiding in inside me when i was there and i've grown to appreciate it a lot more and i'm just kind of sick of like these fucking 
coastal elites <laughs> trying to shit on us wow. and trying to pin this wow. trying to pin this like shit on us and wow the truth comes and out if i'm being honest wow kevin infiltrated he, he he's he's wearing a brooklyn hoodie and now he's 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 here to say fuck all you guys yeah absolutely coastal elite motherfuckers yeah stop shitting on ohio yeah I love that. I think as you get older, you get a little bit more hometown pride. I don't know what that is. Like you live through, you go through all the motions. You're from there. You want to get out of there. You're like, I need to leave. I need to, you know, sort of, you know, buy, you know, say goodbye to my hometown. And then as you get older, you're kind of like, this is who I am. This is what, this is my makeup. This is my DNA. Yeah. Cincinnati rules too. Like, yeah. uh, they got this thing where every sushi restaurant is like half price sushi. Oh yeah. That's definitely good fish. No, it, it's like, <laughs> it's just about as good as you get here. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe it's like a step down like a marginal step down but like yeah. it's still good ass fish like <laughs> like you think you're getting like like fresh off the boat fish in fucking yeah. brooklyn new york probably not that shit's in the freezer when it gets here and probably well, Dave, the same shipment goes there david chang uh burst this sort of uh, myth that like being close to water makes better sushi has nothing to do it yeah. flies from japan yeah like, has nothing to do with how close your sushi restaurant is to a body of water you hear that all the time people are like i don't know if i would eat sushi in this place there's not water anywhere around That's yeah like insane it's it's crazy absolutely but, yeah. and it's awesome because it's like half price sushi but it's like yeah all the prices are inflated so they can be half off hell yeah it's it's that's such like a, a site that's the macy's model yeah everything's 30 percent because they mark everything up we got sushi one night for four people Ate like fucking kings, like so full, leaving yeah. so full, and it cost eighty four dollars total. Oh, what? which is crazy. I've, I haven't had a meal under a hundred dollars in, in years. Yeah, for Kevin. four people. Well, I, yeah, for two. I, I yeah. hundred dollars is like the bare minimum. Kevin, um, I was shook. But hold on, you have more, one, more one last one last take on the uh, yeah on the cinnamon roll chili debacle. You know, it's regional food for a reason, and people fuck with this wherever they're from. And I'm not even sh going to shit on this because I would try this. I would fuck with this. I want to fuck around and find out. Yeah. Um, and if people have been eating it, this combination in a region, and it's gained notoriety, it's probably good. Yeah. So fuck all you haters. Stop shitting on people's food. Yeah. Stop, Stop shitting on combinations. Putting this on Ohio. Stop yeah, putting this on Ohio. Don't put it on Ohio. Yeah. Don't try to put your fuck shit on Ohio because you know maybe it's us sometimes. Yeah. There's a lot of weird shit. It's a it's a weird mix Place. of people there. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, don't put it on us. Yeah. And also maybe have a little bit of open mind when you're trying mm -hmm. to shit on regional food. Yeah. It's Kevin. My 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 opinion is the same. Like I would try this. Like I think it actually looks pretty good. Like it kind of reminded me weirdly of like when Lizzo was like, I put mustard on watermelon. I was like, damn, I don't I've never thought to do those two things. I want to try that. Is that good? It was okay. But like I think chili on a cinnamon roll. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm here to find yeah. out. And I'm here to try and see how that goes. And I like chili, and I yeah. think cinnamon rolls are good. They're okay, but like I definitely would. I'm here. I'm here for this weird combination of things. If if here's the thing: did do people actually like this, or is this just a random? You yeah, know, dude, couple of pictures. I mean, it's regional. I did a little. I did one second of research. Wow, I googled thank you, Kevin, cinnamon and chili roll. Yeah, or, or sorry, I yeah. googled cinnamon roll and chili yeah and the first result was like some iowa food historian that was claiming it as and, as a and it's as, said it's been a staple for well, you know years so I'm, I'm here for it i would totally try it and it, to be honest it looks kind of good um w one hot take that i do have about cinnamon buns and cinnamon rolls i guess they're cinnamon buns same cinnamon rolls same thing same I thing think. right i think they are one of the most delicious looking foods on the planet and also smell wise, I yep. think smell and look of a cinnamon roll 
is so high. Like you're like, oh my God, look at this thing. It's like gooey and it smells so delicious and sweet. And and then the taste of it is good, but it doesn't live up to the look and the smell. I know it's a weird take, but I think cinnamon rolls, I never I, I don't like them as much as I like looking at them. True. Smelling I could get roll. down with that. I still I still love a cinnamon roll, but I think yeah. their um it's appeal, not my favorite thing their the appeal is, is a lot more than you know maybe actually what they actually are. Yeah, I think it looks great. I think it smells great, and then the taste of it is good. I'm not like holy shit. I need to get a cinnamon roll. I've never had that yeah. thought in my life. Last thought is uh yeah, we're doing 20, a full pot on cinnamon. It's rolls. 2023. Yeah, and we have as a society, our minds are open to mm. so many different ideas these days. And yeah. then you're gonna stop and shit on. A uh, combination of chili and a cinnamon roll. Like, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Grow up. Get with the times. Grow up. Yeah. Exactly. It's twenty fucking twenty three. Yeah. You this know? isn't two thousand one. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Grow up. Yeah. Grow up and tr- try some fucking crazy things. That's not even that crazy. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, I was on. Uh, speaking of uh, some some hot takes, uh, when I was on vacation, I I for some unknown reason, I'm not really sure why I decided to do this, but I, I I've been I've been sitting on a take. Yeah. And uh, it's been quite a number of months since I started formulating this take, mm-hmm. and it's kind of been in my like, notepad of like you know hot takes, and I and I didn't know exactly when or where to deploy it, but for some reason I just felt I felt the urge um, on uh, you know on January first or second to deploy the hot take on 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 Twitter.com, and uh, made a little bit of noise on Design Twitter, and that's because I said let's leave the groovy fonts in 2022. Okay. And so this is something ever since I went to the McCarran Park restaurant, you know how they opened up yeah, that restaurant yeah. inside of McCarran Park? It's called Park House, mm-hmm. which I never really considered the name. I guess McCarran Park and Park House, that's the idea. And so it uses this typeface, Lazy Bones, or it looks like it's a, sort of a, 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 a customized version of Lazy Bones. And that's when I realized that this sort of gloopy, groovy font trend is yeah. over. You know how something like kills a trend, yeah, and you see it, and you're like, "Oh my god, it's over now." Yeah, that's I think, when that's when I saw. I that. think David Dobrik's Pizza Spot uses the exact same font. Oh yeah, it's 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 similar. It's different. It's like a hobo thing, but it's in the same world. Yeah, yeah David Dobrik's Dobrik's. I uh, think hobo, hobo can live on. Just don't use it for your fucking logo. Yeah, and so I think I've been sitting on this because. I remember back in like 2019, uh, famously Pete Freeman uh, designed an identity for a brand that never came out, and it used Lazy Bones. And I remember thinking that this was quite a sort of. It felt cool. It mm-hmm. Felt new. It felt weird. It felt funky. And I was like, "Damn, this is Pete's on the the next wave." Of yeah, shit. I'm I'm fucking on the last wave, you know. Mm-hmm. And so he, I was like, "Damn, this is really sick." And they went with it, and then they never launched. But. I think since then, 2019, early 2019, I've been following the gloopy, groovy, yeah, you know, yeah. psychedelic font uh, sort of uh, train. Yeah. And it's it's been fucking grooving. Like, I got, you know, Swirl from Wedge is probably my favorite. Shout out to Wedge again. Yeah. You know, we talked about them on the pod last time. Shout out to them. Um, I love that identity. It's like one of my favorite identities of like the last five years, maybe. Basque from Roco, a sunscreen brand, Dirtbag from Day Job. Um, Goodles by Gal Gadot, one of my favorite designers, Gal Gadot. Yeah, they kind of there's so there's many of these kind of like identities, boyish from cul-de-sac. Like there's all these identities and they all fucking look really cool. So but I just think we've hit this like place where there's like the tipping point. Yeah, it's trickled down far enough. Yeah, like uh, Pizza Hut has one um that that you know for their pizza melt. Like I just think we've we've hit this point where uh shout out to Malcolm Gladwell, there's critical mass and like something has it's, we've gone over that tipping point. 
listen, as the number one design podcast on uh, you know in the world, like who am I if not to put out my these these flaming hot takes on the internet? Yeah, as, and as uh, and you know again, it's not that these things are bad; they're all good. But like you know, when a thing hits that sort of place where it doesn't quite feel new or different or novel, then it's time to move on. And I think that's what branding is about. Branding is about differentiation. And so where while it felt new and different maybe over the last couple of years, and I'm sure there'll be more of them this year, but I just think it's time to move on. And so I thought it was a cheeky time to say, let's let's leave it in 2022. There were definitely some a little bit of backlash, you know, yeah. from the from the um the groovy font community. What was the backlash? They were said we're not we're we're not gonna leave the fonts in 2022. We're gonna we're gonna we're only gonna double down. Okay. We're gonna get goofier, we're wow. gonna get crazier. Good. I mean that's and, that, that's a that's a good thing, and I think that's where I needed to say, like, I needed to step in. I was saying by by saying moving away from uh, gloopy or groovy like typefaces doesn't mean that we can't be weird, yeah. or goofy, but like, there's other ways to be goofy and weird without being psychedelic. Well, yeah, even if you were to go further into that, you're moving away from what it currently is. So yeah, that's you know, you're right. And I think there was been like decades of like the twenty. 10s right which was like hymns and glossier recess and like all these brands that were very minimal and simple and clean and beautiful this is real design talk here kevin sure um you know those wellness brands simplest simplicity you know that pendulum swung back the other way and we're like we're now in like fuck fuck it up land yeah. and i like that i'm all for that like i'm not saying let's i don't want to go back to like swiss minimalism like i don't want to go back to like we're not there i'm not that's not what i'm saying yeah. i'm just saying we're not we got we could be fucked up and weird and funky and and wild without being groovy all the goddamn time. It's yeah, in, it, 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 we've 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 hit that note like a lot. So get weird with it, but maybe try typefaces from other decades. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Groovy font go burr. And so I had to defend myself because on Twitter, you know, I think some people may have taken out of context, but I think a lot of people did agree with me. I definitely got you know some 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 engagement on both sides of this argument Good. and. Um, more than, more so than anything, I just love a, I love to inter, interject into design Twitter. Nice. And so I felt pretty good about it. And my wife was like, "You're on vacation while you're looking at your phone and responding to all these tweets." I was like, "I'm an idiot. Why do my, why why am I lobbing out these hot takes while I should be off my phone completely?" That's yeah. that's the goal. Do what you got to do. But um, yeah. So Kevin, we got some stories. Let's talk through them. Equinox. Um, this is one of my uh, one of my favorite stories. So. Equinox uh, put out an ad, and it's getting a lot of uh, backlash, and it's getting a lot of talk yeah. and a lot of conversation on the internet. And they took out the whole back page of the New York Times. Yeah, so that is the way to do it. Say if you have a flaming hot take, and you want to fucking put it out there, the best way to do it: New York Times full page. Yeah, I feel like we're almost we're like about two years away from taking on a full page in the New York Times. We've pitched a couple to yeah. some clients. No, I feel like us personally. Oh, Alex, Alex and Kevin. Yeah. Listen, I'm, as a podcast slash as a studio, I imagine they're pretty expensive. I imagine a price. It's oh, pretty sure. pricey to Absolutely. get a full page ad. But if you have something really important to say, if you are uh, if you're Jacob Degrom and you're leaving the Mets, you take out a full page ad. You say thank you to the Mets fans. I appreciate everything you've done for me. This it's you know it's it's Did a way yeah it's oh, a way it's, it's a way to talk to the people. And so Equinox decided to do this, and I'm going to read it because it's pretty short. I think I can read it all. You ready? You can, so, you, are you sure you can read this all? I'm pretty confident I can read it all. So okay. just picture an entire white uh, page, and it has just like a little bit of a, a, a manifesto. And it says, January is a language we don't understand. A fantasy delivered to your door in a pastel-colored box. It talks about change. It wants you to start something when you should be in the middle of it. 
It thinks time is on its side. It needs a new outfit before it can begin. Stalling, shortcutting, giving up. And then big black letters, it says, we don't speak January. Looks like favorite, but I'm not 100% sure that's right. But um, And then Equinox, it's not fitness, it's life. So this is an ad for Equinox. And essentially the strategy and the story behind it is that um, you know, while everyone else says New Year, New You, and you know, j- famously, January first, I believe, is like the number one most sign up days mm-hmm. for uh, gyms because people are trying to turn a new leaf. I believe they actually didn't take, um, they did not take sign ups on January first. I think that's something that they did in conjunction with this ad. But they took, to they they were taking sign ups on January second. Yes, so they decided to not do. January first signups. Okay, and took out this ad, basically being like, "We don't believe, we don't speak January." And so this was done by the team over at Collins, and um, which is, to be honest, Collins not really necessarily known for their advertising. Yeah, not. I mean, obviously they're 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 known for their branding, and not to say that they haven't done ads before. Obviously, Brian comes from Ogilvy, so he's a responsible for the. Dove, you know, real uh, real beauty campaign, one of the most famous beauty advertising campaigns of all time. He's an ad man. Uh, he's more of a design, you know, master in my opinion. But this is, and I'm just gonna say, this is this is brilliant. It's gotten a little bit of a backlash, and by a little bit, I mean a lot of backlash. And I think you're, yeah, no one's gonna be super shocked, but like, I I think I'm I've, I'm out with my Collins fanboy. Ish. I've been that way since the beginning of the pod. I'm a Collins fanboy. Worked with Brian. Worked with the team many years ago. Love what they do and ad- admiring uh, and an admirer of their work and of their studio and everything that they've done. This is, but this is, I, I this has nothing to do with Collins. This is just fucking. This is just brilliant. This is just brilliant advertising. This is brilliant um, sort of positioning. This is brilliant strategy. And I think it's listen. Equinox is a elitist gym for hot people. Yeah, it is what it is. And for them to be like, this is who we are. Those hot, those elitist hot people, they don't start on January 1st. There is no start and stop. Yeah. It's just fucking 365 days a year. They're, they've been doing this they've shit. They've been elitist hot people. And they look down on those people. And I hate to say it, but they they see those people that come to the gym and flood the gyms in January and then they're gone. And they're, to be honest, they're like, yo, fucking fuck out of here. The gyms are packed. They're like, oh man, I got to wait to get on a machine. Like, so I think it's fucking brilliant that 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 Equinox would be like, listen, you're not you might not like that we're an elitist gym for hot people, but it's who we are. Yeah. And I would imagine this only makes those elitist hot people that go to Equinox more fans and more loyal and more appreciative of the Equinox brand. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same exact way. Uh this ad is facts. And I don't really think you can even like dispute it. I think the amount of people who are trying to start something, especially at the top of the year, and flood the gyms and overpopulate it and do whatever they do, like I think maybe it's good to weed those people out and like say, don't fucking come to our gym because we've a they probably already have got a nice constituent of people who go, and b like you know if if you're not about the life, like if you don't. Go to Crunch. Brand. Yeah, go somewhere else. Like, go to Planet Fitness. Like, <laughs> yeah. go to Planet Fitness where literally 60% of their 
membership doesn't show up within a single month. Like yeah. that's what it's built on. It's yeah. like, go when you go when you feel like it. Yeah. That's not what that's not what Equinox is for. Yeah. And like God forbid like a brand says, you know, some edgy shit and <laughs> yeah. you know and calls people on their actual bullshit. Yeah, people don't keep their word when they sign up for gym. And like yeah. and it's really for anyone who knows anything about like being fit and shit, like it really isn't fitness. It is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. So, yeah, um, I think it's super fucking smart. And it's like, yeah, it's like you don't have to be everything for everybody. It's like be your brand, be who you are. And yeah, it's cool to. I think it's. I think it takes a lot of courage. Yeah. To be like, you know what, we're not for everybody. Yeah. And I think everyone that brands could take, a, you know, example from this. Yeah. I People think. just want to be mad so bad. Oh my god. I will say Equinox sucks. It's owned by a shitty billionaire. Yeah. And it's way too expensive. That's fair. But well, th- I mean, that's like the point. Like, it's supposed to be exclusive. Like, if you want inclusive, go to fucking Planet Fitness. Yeah. Like, go find another gym. You don't have to go here. We Don't Speak January is phenomenal. Yeah. Like, it's, that's it's good just copy, like, that's yeah. great. I think some of the copywriting maybe gets a little like highfalutin and a little like, you yeah. Know, I mean, of, it's it's definitely but, sucking itself off a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I but think like, that part maybe makes some people mad. I can see that. But like, We Don't Speak January is like just smart. Yeah. It reminds me of Patagonia. Like not selling on Black Friday, being like we don't support conspicuous like consumerism and like basically go shop everywhere else. Like we're not gonna, we're not gonna, like we're not gonna support that. Yeah, I mean they're just taking a stand against something, which is great, and I think that's what this is doing. Yeah, I mean I think the people who are mad about Equinox are the people who cannot afford to go to Equinox, and we you know it's, it's me. I can't afford to go to Equinox, so <laughs> I'm a broke ass bitch too. It's me. Um, the problem it's me yeah no i mean it's it, it's it's brilliant it's great and i think again just being a brand that takes a stand and says listen this is who we are and we're not gonna be for everybody like i think that's that's like the one of the most courageous things you could do in the world and be like yo we're yeah like you said if you don't want to be part of this thing like there's other gyms but like what we do around here is is not january it's not start and new and you know what you know what i read from brian January 2nd, biggest sign-up uh, day in Equinox history. Yeah. They want to be a part of it. Yeah, people want to be about it. So I, I, I was once an elitist hot person, and uh, I'm no longer. So um, Yeah, don't be hating from outside of the Equinox. You can't even get in. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Uh, Kevin, we got to move on. Logan Paul and KSI launch Prime Energy Drink. So uh, for those that don't remember, Prime Hydration that launched just about a year ago. Logan Paul, KSI, I think they were in a fight. I think they're influencers. But apparently this brand is fucking popping. Yeah, it's flying off the shelves, apparently. Uh, yeah. I was reading something about how like KSI was ad- ad- like admonishing people for like reselling their cans. Like he said Really? He, yeah, he said uh That's so dumb. people were getting it and then like going back through the line after it was sold out and selling the like a hundred dollars a can. Mm-hmm. Which is honestly hilarious if you're willing to pay a hundred dollars for a fucking energy drink, you're an idiot. But um, that makes no sense to me. Yeah, me neither. But I guess good for them. I think the last time we talked about Prime, we said this exact thing. But I'm not even a designer, and I've just <laughs> I've designed this can probably a thousand times, <laughs> even probably some with the name Prime. It's a great name. Or uh, Alex's favorite Prime with a Y. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the only way this could be better is if they would have spelled it with a Y. Yeah, for I don't. Sure. I don't think so. <laughs> But I think it just is a testament to how fucking gigantic Logan Paul is well, and, and how like he's amassed this 
pretty powerful influence and he's really not going anywhere. So that's the thing that I don't understand. It's like, I thought we hated the Paul brothers. I thought everyone hates them. And that's why they're so successful in boxing is because people want to see them get knocked out or they want to, they, they, they're the bad guys. But it's like, I, that's the part I don't understand about prime. It's like, why are people fighting in the streets and reselling cans of energy drink for a hundred dollars? Like, are they that, do they have super fans? Do they have like yeah. standums where they're like, I thought people hate these people. Dude, like there's a whole generation of kids who grew up watching Logan Paul. They they saw him on Vine. Yeah. And then they graduated to his YouTube channel. And he gets fucking, he gets views, dude. He does numbies. No, and, I believe that. Like there's a whole generation of fucking super fan kids who yeah. are probably like, you know, like 15 to 20 that yeah. grew up with him and they've. They yeah. really fuck with him. So yeah. they're from Ohio mostly. I, I mean, Logan Paul's from Ohio. I was gonna say they're from yeah. Ohio, right? Yeah. yeah. And I will say something positive about Logan Paul. Um, <laughs> he is a WWE wrestler now, and he's yeah. kind of sick with it. Um, yeah, I have seen some clips. So I do respect him for that. And Same. I think Same. his character arc of becoming a WWE superstar is very smart. Particularly sick. Yeah. And I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he blew out his knee and at WrestleMania. So cool. salute to him. He's a real one. Yeah, I'm with you. The wrestling thing is. Un, un, unequivocally dope like and i think again like i just i think it's great that they have their own brand i think obviously there's been a lot of talk about influencers and influencer brands and it's just like i just didn't think and again this is the thing like i just didn't think they had that kind of influence. oh they do yeah and apparently they do where people are literally lining up like down the block fighting each other like it's the fucking hottest thing on planet earth yeah, like, it's Resell value. like it's jordan yeah supreme drop for prime energy drink so and i agree with you kevin about the design um, we definitely have designed this and pitched it to a number of con- uh, clients, just like very bold, all caps, you know, sort of just single word up a can. Um, and I, I, I never want to talk about this too publicly, but uh, we once did a project for Call Her Daddy Seltzer. And uh, Dave Portnoy famously said, without being overly blunt, I think these are all terrible. And it looked exactly like this design. Yeah. So take that, Dave Portnoy. Um, you know nothing about design. Um, and if you know who Dave Portnoy is and you're a designer, then 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 you, then then DM me and I'll tell you some of the stories. Um, YSL takeout bag. Um, the story comes to dialine.com, the world's best packaging and uh, sort of sustainability news and branding news resource. The awards, Dialine Awards, still open. Go submit your awards. We're actually we had a meeting this morning about our awards, so we're going to be submitting some things. So you should get in there. Deadlines. They raise the price every time you miss a deadline. So so get in there early. Um, early bird gets the worm. Early bird gets the worm. Probably already passed the early bird. Early bird gets the D. Yeah, get a big D for your shelf. And uh, tell, tell, tell them Alex and Kevin tell you. Um, yeah, so basically um, it's a YSL bag that just looks like a takeout bag, um, a takeout box. Container. Container. But instead of it being paper, it's made out of leather. And uh, apparently this is getting buzz. And I'm not entirely sure why, because just because it's using the shape of a takeout box. And that's really it. When I first saw it, I was like, I thought that maybe YSL had done a collaboration with a fast food company Mm -hmm. and they were doing some sort of like McDonald's X YSL. And I was like, damn, that would be really sick. Obviously, uh, if you're on design Twitter, design Instagram or whatever, you've seen for years yeah. people doing mock-ups of like, what if Balenciaga did fast food? Or what if you know Gucci made uh, did a collab with Burger King? And like seeing sort of like high-end fashion take on fast food mm-hmm. packaging. 
And I just thought that someone had actually done it finally, and they didn't. It was just sort of a fashion brand that made a takeout box bag. So for me, I'm not here for this, and I just think, you know, figure it out, Gucci, McDonald's, or Taco Bell, Balenciaga. Why would they put their name on those shitty brands? Because I think it would cause this type of uh, internet ruckus, and I think fashion brands have been democratizing their sort of brand identities by doing things that are more sort of like, you know, kind of more for the every man versus being elitist. Cause I think that's somewhat of a thing, lame thing to do. Like Balenciaga yeah. did that Lay's bag. And I think that's kind of like yep. high fashion, low, high, low. I think there's a lot of high, low stuff happening. Yeah. Balenci- so. Balenciaga caused quite a ruckus at the end of the year last year. <laughs> yeah. They got canceled. Right. I didn't even read that. So don't, yeah, don't do it. Balenciaga do, do it. Do it, Gucci. Do it, Chanel. Do someone else. Not Balenciaga. Don't don't support Balenciaga. Yeah. They're fucking. Awful. I mean, as much as I want to hate on this, um, like I it? did. I did call out the broke ass haters um, about Equinox, and I am a broke ass hater. But I don't know. This is kind of cool. I guess. Like, I don't really have anything that negative to say. It is a trend to like take um, existing structures and like forms mm. of maybe a lower tier of product, and then like convert them and like elevate them to i guess ysl status um i don't think the bag is very practical um if i had mad money maybe i'd be running around in it um i don't think this is cool though like i think some of those like really bizarre out there fashion i don't i could see it kind of being cool like i don't if i if i see you on the street with this bag like i'm gonna rob you but like (laughs) it is it is kind of swag and after i take the bag i will be rocking it so (laughs) I was going to rob you. Um, Kevin, here's the thing. You could rock this. I think I think if Kevin came into the studio wearing his Salerno Brooklyn fucking gold hoodie and his Cincinnati Bengals 90s fucking snapback and he had a it's YSL a, it's a strap back. It's, it's, it's a Velcro Saint strap back. Okay, sorry. A Velcro strap back. Yeah. Sorry. It's the starter shockwave. So okay. Oh, get it right. Oh, sorry. Um, and you had a YSL sort of... Uh, takeout bag in all leather i think you could rock this and make it look cool i don't i just don't think it, it would have to be done ironically it seems pretty impractical too like i, I would be worried about these the the closing mechanism on the top yeah like it, it's kind of like kind of reminds me of a happy meal but that's what i'm saying it feels like a happy meal that's that's how i read it like i didn't read it as a takeout box as much as i read it as a happy meal and that's kind of why i was like oh maybe they did a fashion collab with a mcdonald's or yeah. some brand that does happy meals but they didn't and they just made the happy meal shaped container so i'm not here for this fucking you know figure it out fashion brands actually do a club mcdonald's seems like the probably the most likely because they've been doing all those kind of like avant-garde collaborations with people these yeah, days yeah. so i feel like they would do it i feel like burger king wouldn't do it i feel like wendy's could never you love wendy's though i love wendy's you like fitness I love fitness. I love Wendy's. I love them all. Uh, last story: M and M's. Kevin, back in the news, they were the uh, the the fronty yeah, for brand uh, of the year. Brand uh, of the year. Oh, uh, sorry, rebrand, rebrand of the, of the year. year yeah. yeah, and it was because of obviously all the amazing things that came out of M M&M and M last year. And so we're back in 2023, and here we are yet again talking about M and M's. And this time they've announced a new limited edition release featuring the trio of female candy. So when they rebranded the 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 the, the characters, they um, apparently I always thought they had one woman, or maybe they had multiple women. I don't know. I th- I don't know if it was like totally 
je- I don't know if they were totally gendered, gendered before. Okay. I can't remember, though. Who knows? I always thought the green one was the woman, but I guess maybe that's unfair of me to think that only one of them was a woman. But I don't, yeah, I don't remember them being overly gendered outside of the green. I think yet. they just rolled out the purple one. Ooh, so I she's think a they ro- Yeah, I think they rolled her out at the uh, Ooh, end of 2022, like maybe in September, I think. <laughs> okay. So now they, uh, they have this new package to celebrate women worldwide. And it's called the flipping the status quo, and so basically, they have these three female M and M's on the package. They're upside down because they're flipping the status quo, Kevin. And the purple M M&M and M stands in the center, and uh, essentially M and M's quote. You ready? I got a quote here from the uh, chief marketing officer Please. of Mars Wrigley North America, Gabrielle Wesley. She said, "Quote: The M and M's brand is on a mission to use the power of fun to create purposeful connections, as we work to create a world where everyone feels they belong." "Quote: Women all over the world are flipping how they define success and happiness while challenging the status quo, so we're thrilled to be able to recognize and celebrate them. And who better to help us on that mission than our own powerhouse spokes candies?" Green, brown, and purple. They don't even have names. Yeah, what? This is insane. <laughs> like, I, I just have to say, like, first and foremost, it's very cool. Like, so they pledge one dollar for every sale. Limited edition packaging. It's going towards "She Is the Music" and "We Are Moving the Needle." Both are a charity supporting promoting women in music and the recording industry. Um, they've also made a separate three hundred thousand dollar donation to support a female founders collective, which actually I know my wife is involved with, and Gina Davis Institute of Gender and Media. So. MMs is inviting fans also to nominate women in their lives who are flipping the status quo for a chance to win $10,000 grants to further their causes. Ten winners will be announced on International Women's Day, March 8th, 2023. Man, goddamn. Like, the charity part is, like, obviously good. And, and and I think their intentions are right. Like, I think the intentions and, the like, the idea and the purpose behind this is good. Like, I don't think anyone is doing anything maliciously. But it's just like they've never been on the internet before. It almost feels so tone deaf to the fact that like M&M's is going to be the one to like, that they should tap into women's rights as a brand, as like a, yeah, how do we, how do we, as a marketing, like if, if it just feels like there's gotta be like, make the donation, don't put upside down M&M's flipping the status quo on your packaging. Cause that to me makes it marketing and makes it sort of part of like a sale right you know what i mean it's just, it kind of feels like weird where they're using women's rights to sell candy like yeah again like i i'm with you like i think the charity aspect is great drop of the bucket for mars and m&m but, totally um they could definitely do more if they wanted to i think where it gets weird for me is like thinking about the marketing calendar because you know you see like oh, i worked yeah. at a big brand before and so it's like i used to work at coke i don't know if you knew that kevin um but you do a marketing plan. You're like, oh, we got the Super Bowl in February. Then we got the World Cup in the summer. Then we got fucking July 4th on, you know, and Christmas. And you start blocking releases and packaging and marketing things to a calendar. And so the thought of Mars being like, January, that's when we're going to support women. And we're going to roll out our supporting women package for, mm-hmm. to your point, March, leading up to International Women's Day. And then, boom, we're going to switch over to some other campaign in support of, you know, we're going to start moving into the summer. It just feels it just feels like we're using something that is obviously a good cause as, 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 as it's a bit of virtue signaling, but it's also just like, it's just using it as marketing. And I just don't know if that feels good, even though the charity and the intentions and all that are right. And then, of course, just knowing that the internet is going to take this and be like, 
thank you for solving, you know, you know, women's equality M&Ms and like sort yeah. of backlash against them. We did it, Joe. We did it. And then on top of that, here comes Fox News. Yeah. And so, Kevin, I hadn't seen this, but they have M&Ms go woke and they have just a big headline on Fox News that says woke candy. Is that real? Yeah, that is real. That's that's crazy. I don't know. I when formulating my opinion on this story, <laughs> I, I did it's a tough. quick quick search on Twitter to see what the people were saying, and and then I saw this and I was like, I don't, I don't. I'm so I I hate yeah, it here. Yeah, I, I fucking hate it here. <laughs> um, <laughs> like please, please give the charity and like let's please like, you know, amplify and boost women up, but like. Yes. This, We're a pro women podcast. Yeah. But like <sighs> Is this the way to do it? And I guess here's my here's a dumb question. Is it woke to care about women? Like it to like I get the sort of like woke M&Ms like changing their outfits to be less like sexual. stereotypical or or sexual and like that being a woke thing to do. Is Having a women-supported candy package is that woke? Because that just feels like I, I don't. I, I are people anti? Is I don't know. It just feels like it's being politicized, and it's probably the last thing the M and M's wants. So I, I don't think so. I think they, you think this is good. I mean, I think they maybe had experienced some of this like brand, um, you know, getting their brand into the 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 news cycle. Um, they experienced it last year with the green M M&M. and M. Maybe they just got a taste for it and they want to... They went back to the well? Yeah, they went back to the well. They're fucking thirsty. I mean, again, it's in the same way, like, I don't know. It's like Equinox causing controversy and stroking people's, you know, sort of need to be mad at things. Like, I think it's smart and genius and standing up for something. And maybe this is that too, but it just feels... It just doesn't feel right. And just it just makes me uncomfortable. But Kevin, do you know what doesn't make me uncomfortable? being here with you oh that's good i am so excited about our podcast this year i'm so excited about front center i think for the new listeners maybe there's some people here that are first-time listeners uh welcome to the show welcome to the program uh shout out to oasis uh they were a design studio that said uh put us on some list and said it was like being inside of our design studio um that's very kind of you and uh we are fans of you um yes we are and we appreciate the love. Yeah, thanks and the for the support. love. And I think we have some 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 plans and some things to to take the pod to new places. And um, none of that would be possible without the listeners. Absolutely. So thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, we love you. And uh, front center, best year yet, 2023. Oh, Coming yeah. at you fucking hard, and, fast, and furiously. Yeah, and we're not even speaking in January. We're, we're not speaking January. We don't understand January either. Yeah, we're right. This is podcasting is a lifestyle and uh welcome back peace even better than i was the yeah. last time baby we'll be back i'm good yeah. i'm good even better than i was the last time baby we back and 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 we back and
Rap just made me anxious, and that shit made me crazy. Them squares just made me looser, that wax just made me lazy. And I still make this song, and I'ma make another. If you ever actually hit me, better watch out for my brother. Better bet I'll take that deal. Gotta watch out for my mother. Get a watch with all that glitters. Come in clutters, different colors. Been a baller, been for butler. Chauffeur, hit a stainer. Did I stutter? Did a ton of drugs and did better than all my all my mother. Motherfucking money dance, honey's in. Galilee, make a joke about in those head and piggyback on balance fleet. Balancing on sport, density and fucking pure joy. Nightly searches for our bed, and I just came off tour with Troy. But I can't complain, I got some motherfucking business. How many lap partners have I fucked since I got suspended? Fuck it, fuck up, fuck a nigga's fucking dumb. It's your favorite. 